0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at ibroxrocks.com. Hi, David. I'm back. Wait, wait, where the bloody hell have you been? What do you mean? I'm I'm just I've been doing stuff. But what? Well, I don't care where you've been. Did you get me my lunch? Well, I've got I've got I've got our lunch.
0: Well, that's oh, not yeah. That's not good enough. I'm I'm just I'm absolutely sick of I'm, you. I'm sick of having to. I'm,
1: Hello, listeners, and welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers Podcast. This week in Heart and Hand, a slight change in the management structure. I'm afraid I'll have to start with a short statement Okay, um, so if you'll sit back and, and um, have a listen to the legalese that's been drawn up for us Okay, Dear listeners Heart and Hand podcast regrets the pod overlord David Sebastian Aloysius Edgar has been suspended pending an internal investigation and allegations that he struck a member of the staff in a row over his lunch Mr Edgar, well known firebrand and character had requested buffalo wings with mozzarella spicy wedges coleslaw and ice cream he was offered a mung bean salad with olive oil dressing and tap water at this stage things became heated and Mr Edgar lashed out at an unsuspecting pod minion, don't worry folks I'm fine it's just a few superficial cuts and he's now currently on uphill gardening leave pending an investigation by Mike Lee and Paul Myers of Playback Media he hopes they will reinstate him and get him some top notch marketing deals on the back of his pugilistic efforts Now, instead of the pod, we're going to go to some incidental music. Thank you for your patience.
0: Good news! Luckily, I have been completely cleared. Of, of because uh, when the investigation was was completed, it was found that you deserved it.
1: Well, if, if only all investigations could be cleared up that easily.
0: That's quite like uh, Welcome everybody. Uh, my name's David Edgar, uh, and of course I haven't struck Scott uh, yet, uh, but he's finally back after uh, after a few weeks off taking care of his family. It's good to have you back, mate. Nothing's happened since you've been away.
1: No, I mean if you discount getting a new manager, a new board of directors, and an entirely new future opening up for the whole club, nothing's happened.
0: No. Uh, what I think we can be, though, is a beacon of consistency for the listeners in all this change, because, quite frankly, we have got no intention of changing anything that we've done up to this point.
1: No. I think when the pod started, we were winning trophies, and the pod was a bit shit, wasn't it? Mm. We then taken over, and as the club went downhill, pod was still just a bit shit. yeah. Then things—it's an idea, or almost a revolution—and we were a bit shit. And now with a whole new dawn, the whole new thing opened up in front of us, and we'll probably still be a bit shit.
0: Yeah, uh, or as I like to call it, the uh, the, the jig consistency level uh, Speaking of which though there was a, a pleasant we should start actually uh, let's not start a negative thing let's start with a positive thing we went to play Hibs who have been a bit of a bet noir for us this season it's yes. fair to say and uh, not many people gave as much of a chance after five successive draws each one more dispiriting than the last uh, especially as we were away at Easter Road but uh, Stuart McCall surprised everyone by switching to a, a 3-5-2 which unlike previous 3 5 we've used this season, um, it looked as if it was planned rather than just three-five-two. why not? And uh, what he'd done was, this is revolutionary, Scott, but bear with me, what he'd done was he'd looked at the way Hibbs play and what he thought was, I'll try and work out a way that we can combat what they do and that will let us be the better side. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, at first, I couldn't believe it either. And what he did was it's he play- was yeah. like, sure "Yeah, exactly. This witchcraft, sorcery. Game of Thrones is back in a few weeks. Well, it was here earlier. Let me tell you. Basically, as has been a part of the time we play Hibs, we never have enough men in midfield. We get totally overrun, and because Hibs have got better players in there than us, uh, they win that sounds yeah yeah. Uh, and what he did was he flooded the midfield right uh, he also added an extra defender which protected sorry I hate to say it but uh, a, a defence that's been pretty poor lately and in the end it worked really well now we got a break with uh, the goal taking a deflection Lee Wallace put it away but then we grew in confidence I thought we were by far the better side um, we got a, a second goal which the media are desperate to make controversial I have to admit that when you and I were watching it together we actually laughed waiting for the free kick to be given so yeah yeah. Uh, I know that we like think the media have got it in for us but it was a foul wasn't it
1: well doesn't that just make it funnier though? oh
0: yeah absolutely I'm, I'm yeah. all for it I, I want to get back into that you know when we get back up I want to be grinding these teams into the dirt it was even David- performance I thought Lee Wallace was absolutely sensational and a uh, nice gesture at the end from him where he basically uh, went up to the fans and motioned with, with excellent I thought, signing skills don't believe what you read in the papers and did a bit of badge kissing but I was just quite happy to see it for once because for once it actually looked as though well a player cared enough to care what the fans thought about him
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the atmosphere was cracking and I think Stuart McCullough's got although we had two draws in a row and people were a bit disappointed because it was at home various people had been telling me that there had been some improvements and the word coming back from the training pitch was that we were working harder apparently a couple of days off were cancelled they'd been watching some videos and going over basically you know how teams in Europe David when they're playing a game they look at the opposition and plan for the game yeah sort of thing. Well, apparently we actually built up to the Hibs game mm-hmm. using the whole week we had to, to build towards a Saturday now that is sound it's exactly what was needed and I I think the fans were actually quite behind the, the, the changes that had been made. And, and even before the game kicked off, the, the, the weigh-end was rocking. And the players responded, as you say, a sweeper to cover for the lack of any pace at all worked well. And their strikers got no, never got behind us. Not once did they get behind us. Yeah, and, and secondly, because they have a very narrow diamond in the middle, our two wing-backs, I suppose you could say, had acres to run into. And they just stretched them all over the pitch. It was just very simple things that worked very well and it was so good to see that we'd actually thought about the game and taking the game to Hibs. Fantastic, deserved points and the fact that the media and Hibs have tried to make all hinge on one incident. I would say to Hibs, try and have a shot and goal next time if you want to win.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that usually oh. would help. Let's be honest, Hibs, you were up against a defence that still contained Bill Elmosny and Lee McCullough. You've no one to blame but yourself. It wasn't Brother Colum's fault that um, that, that you, as I was saying to him at the Lodge uh, on on Sunday night, oh, oh, <laughs> Oh, oh. Yeah, um, Willie Collum is, is is not uh, A huge fan of Rangers Let me tell you But uh, the fact is I think he did get a decision wrong But shit happens We've had some poor ones ourselves Recently And we tend not to blame the officials We tend to blame our own fault Nothing happens Nothing happens on its own in football, that's that's absolutely clear uh, Hibs didn't lose that game because of one incident They lost it because I think they were surprised That Rangers actually got in at them Actually didn't give them the time in the ball That they were so used to when they were playing us And then we we, we got a break of the ball But you could see the confidence suddenly go through the side And in the end we were all the winners The yeah. feeling that came from it though We were talking about this on, on Sunday Was new because it was almost like Been so long since we'd actually went to a tough fixture and won and a match that we should uh, go oh, This is a toughie and actually go turn up play well and win and I mean I haven't felt like that since yeah, probably since we, uh, we were demoted
1: I think it was a big game by the standards of Scottish football which let's face it doesn't have many big games no there was a big crowd yeah the cameras were there sunny day and yeah we were up for it it's the first time that you didn't basically watch from behind the sofa as if it was a 70s episode of Doctor Who mm. and yeah it's, it's it's great to see there was a lot of confidence in the players some confidence in the fans and I, and as we said after the game I personally think I don't know about you I think we will finish second I think we'll overtake Hibs and we'll have to play Hibs though it undoubtedly will be Hibs yeah yeah He'll, definitely yeah at the and had we lost again heavily to them then psychology starts coming into play but now though we are looking at a two-legged playoff um, where Easter Road is not such a scary venue anymore yeah, absolutely. and where Hibs don't have any sort of Indian signovers I think the players will take a lot from that I think, um, I think that the whole playoff now has a new dynamic which another defeat would simply have I think, created problems that now aren't there So it's, it's win-win all round
0: One thing that concerned me Was people coming out after the game Saying great 3-5-2 That's the team that needs to play the rest of the season No it doesn't The team that lined up against Hibs at Easter Road Is going to be doing a completely different task To playing Cowden Beef at home uh, Which is obviously what we're doing this weekend Now when you're away at Hibs It's a completely different set of players A completely different set of challenges A completely different psychological approach to the match When we're playing Cowdenbeath at home You would expect us to have a lot more of the ball We will be facing a defence that's playing much further back And a defence that's much happier to let us have the ball in front of them You need different types of players for different tasks And I really don't want to see us go back I saw people saying things like uh, Oh well that team deserves to play No they don't You pick the team that can win Firstly this team doesn't deserve anything Right, I mean, one, one match does not erase the last few months. And secondly, pick the side that's most likely to do the job. And if that mm-hmm. means bringing in for one match a David Templeton, for example, or a Fraser Ayrd, and that's not saying that all of a sudden I believe that these are great players or that they should be in the team the week after. You pick the team that is best suited to win the match you're playing. And if people can't see that, then they would be as well not offering an opinion and just going to the garden centre with Ali.
1: I think so basically well, if you expect Rangers at home against Kevin Beath to line up with a sweeper then maybe you're not watching enough football
0: yeah exactly the idea that this is the way we play and it never needs to change because everything's always the same is I think so outdated and I'm not speaking as a, I mean, you're the Blizzard fan round here and I that's personally... not a euphemism folks not a... no 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 don't, don't think that that's in any sort of way an innuendo is that a no. thing I'm pretty sure that if
1: that's not a term for an act of sexual deviancy, it should be. Blizzarding? Blizzarding? The involved ice, snow and jobbies, wouldn't you?
0: Probably. I wouldn't. You probably would, because pretty much every one of your, you know, your attempts at perversion come back to that in a frankly disturbing way. Well, roll on winter, that's all I can say. Yeah, well, uh, I, I was thinking more of a kind of painter's radio style scenario. You, a well, blizzard yeah. yeah a blizzard um, oh yeah. The, the, the type of thing a young lady would get in a room full of Japanese
1: businessmen I tell you what it could be we can invent this right a young lady a room full of Japanese businessmen I don't think we can invent that I think that I've seen videos of that no but they spend themselves into a big sort of fan you know sort of ceiling fan thing right and it's caught and, sp- and sprayed in the wind onto girl's face via a fan would that be a blizzard thing yeah, but I would say so. I w- I would suggest that it, it's
0: well. There's two 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 ways you could do it. Is one when you're about to um, part your manly yop onto yeah. a young lady's uh, gleeful complexion. That what happens is is that you would shake it all about, sort of like the shaking vac lady, and yeah. it would just go all over the place like a like a sort of small and and quite and, and slightly sticky blizzard. Yeah. Yes. Right. But then. I was thinking that if you wanted to incorporate the blizzard, you know, the well-known and, let's be honest, slightly boring um, football publication mm-hmm. beloved by people like you, yeah. that what you could do is you could go, ah, four two three one 3 one was first done in 90s while you're doing it over a face. And then she could affect a look of boredom.
1: Right. I suppose so. So I could read something about the famous River Plate Macinos line-up of the 40s and 50s while putting my ejaculate on
0: her yeah, spreading the thin white rope all over the the young lady in question. Yeah. Listeners, tell us this weekend um, when, as I'm sure all of you at one point will, in a nice healthy relationship between consenting adults. When you're putting your gentleman's spendings to work, let us know what you talk about. Um, and I think that's a that's a good point to move on to the Newcastle loanies, I think that's quite a good bridge. <laughs> it's it's a good
1: segue. I yeah. thought so.
0: I thought so. Um, these loan players, Scott. Yes uh, Firstly Harris Vukic Has done fine It's been a good signing. Nobody can complain About Harris Vukic uh, He's yeah. not as good As some people are saying He is uh, He has no pace Whatsoever Which is why he, He's on loan to us Rather than Somewhere else But uh, he is uh, A decent player And uh, he has Contributed Now, Remy Street, of course, played 43 minutes before getting injured. That can happen. But it's coming out in the the newspapers now that some of the other players uh, were injured and were signed without medicals. Uh, Gail Bragama, uh, I think it's pronounced, uh, has a a mystery illness that's not been revealed, but he claims that Rangers were aware of it before they took him on board. It's asking questions about why these people were signed if they weren't going to be able to... To pay, why Rangers are picking up wages for people who exerted the influence that these people should arrive, and it called into question surely the competence of the former CEO to be spending money uh, for a club that was in fact so financially in penury that it was having to draw down loans. We were told anyone would suggest it seems to be a way to have made it, shall we say? a bit more important to get to the second tranche of Mike Ashley money which the board our our current board have thankfully not drawn down which would have made our level of indebtedness to Mike Ashley even more some might speculate that uh, we were certainly going about getting to that money in in a very very pacey fashion to
1: be honest David I don't understand it at all there's two things. First of all, what, you, what you've said on the surface seems to be correct, but then why did they sack so many like backroom staff? If they were piling on the expenses uh, instead of the income, then why didn't they just keep on the like, ticket staff and, and the various admin staff rather than giving them the, the boot? That's Secondly, why did we, Why did they agree where we were picking up so little? I mean, I know it seems like a lot to us, but it was something like under 10 grand a week for all 6 mm. And they must get paid more than that. I mean, so we were only picking up a little bit of our salary. So I don't see how it benefits Newcastle. Um, surely, if they wanted to shaft us, we'd have picked up all, all of our salary. Um, so, I, I, but the thing with the medicals—that's our thing—is one of them, Mister Ferguson, who we won't go into detail about here. Um, that's probably another issue. Apparently, had no intention of ever coming up, and somewhere between being injured and not so much being injured, because he didn't want to travel north to Ibrox. Of the rest, some of them were injured before they arrived, as you say. and some. I don't understand why they're here, why they didn't get medicals, why we're paying only a small part of the wages. But also, if it was to rack up expenses, why didn't they just keep on the staff at Ibrox and just keep the lights on all night? I, I don't understand what was trying to be proved here. I, I genuinely am baffled by why they ever arrived. Well, th- The thing about, uh, I know what
0: you're saying, and you're right, there are other ways to
1: spend money. But
0: equally, this is a way of spending money back to a certain place, if you know what I mean. If you're paying paying, um, a chunk of wages and it's being saved somewhere else, um, then it's maybe a way that you can make sure that money that would be going out of the circle, so to speak, is in, is in the remains in the circle. Secondly, paying a bit of their their wage is quite common. It's you know no loan deal. Uh, I think really is structured to pay the full the full whack now. Um, mm-hmm. Clubs just don't do it. They don't have to, and especially with a club who's got you know financially better off and playing at a higher level, then you take a percentage. Because remember, there was a thing a couple of years ago about how. For instance, Man City took up pretty much all of Craig Bellamy's wage, and people were in the championship were saying that Cardiff were benefiting from what was effectively financial doping because they were getting a player for five grand a week that they 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 couldn't afford. Basically, yeah, uh, he was on ninety grand a week, but he was only they were only picking up five grand a week of it. So I think that that. Is still a concern, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. All I know is that uh, I'm glad that we seem to be moving away from crap like this, because even just remembering it gives me a shiver. It's like, you know you know when you've got a hangover, and uh, I certainly know a lot about hangovers. It's been a while, but uh, I certainly know a lot about hangovers. You know when you've got a hangover and you remember a drink at some point the previous night and you just shake Mm-hmm. That's what this is like now when I, I think of their chicanery. Um, it just depresses me. Before we move on to sport and Integrity, because um, it's been away since you've been away, although we had some, crack, oh. we had some cracking guests, mate. I, mean, I know. I believe prison. Yeah, we had we had Even Kami was better than you, mate. And we had... Uh, the boy Telford, he was great. Yeah. We had uh, Shane Nicholson from The Crow Pod. He was great, swore I a know, lot, but he, he was, was very great, good. Yeah. He was very, very good. And yeah, then, people, thing is, we've got some new listeners, and I'm actually wondering, you know, they're going to be going, oh, great, I'm going to listen to that football pod. And then you're back and it degenerates
1: to that shit again. Well, I, what I would say to them is, sometimes lead actors change, You know, programmes that go back with a different person in the role, you know, Peak Practice, my mum used to watch Peak Practice, and it came back one year with none of the original cast in it. That's right. It can happen, it's, the essence is still the same. It's what Heart and Hand was always about, it's still still there, folks, it's still there.
0: I think, though, that what's become clear is that you bring out the worst in me, because when I'm on with, like, proper people, I'm like a proper host, and then when you're coming on, we're
1: talking about jazz. Well, the thing is, take a handsome boy in modern School, right? Yeah. He's young, he's handsome, he knows a lot about football. He does. Yeah. But you can prove anything with facts. I mean, how far has being handsome, knowledgeable and talented and good at your job going to take you, really? I mean, come on, you know?
0: Well, not well. as far as I thought it would in my case. Ha-hey! Ah, we've yeah. <laughs> missed this. Um, yeah, I just wanted to touch on um, Kyle Lafferty. Cammie's favourite. and no. I not touching Kyle Lafferty? With a hammer. Um, well, he he said he regrets the way he left Rangers and he would like to come back. And then, and I will say this: um, there was a lot of media taking things and twisting them. But Stephen Naismith, the headline said, and he didn't expressly say this before people say um, he didn't sound massively keen. But Stephen Naismith was asked about you know coming back to Rangers, and he said, "I can't rule that out." I said, well, "I'd like to do that for you, Stephen." Yeah. Don't come back. You're not wanted. Do you know, Scott? Well, you do know, in fact. That I've moved recently. Yes. Uh, I wanted to move to the country. I wanted to move to Ayrshire back home. You know, because I'm fed up up here. You know, you let too many uh, undesirables into Glasgow, and uh, I decided I wanted to move back back home, God's country, and all the rest of it. Um, but obviously not to my hometown, because you know, I'm, I'm. Do you know who I am, really? You get stopped in the street. All I would get stopped. I can't. I can't be doing that. Um, and I, you know, one of the kind of nicer bits. And um, we were looking. and We wanted like a really big house. And you've been now, it as an extraordinarily stupidly big house, isn't it? He's got an ass, a great big ass in the country. Uh, it's got four bathrooms. And as Scott pointed out, there are two of us. He's like, how many? Does <laughs> you and your wife? I was like, you know, we got both the dogs a well, toilet as well. Don't get David started on anal hygiene. No, I'll bite you. I'll tell you, though, you could eat your dinner off my anus. Although I haven't. I was offered. I was offered. No, and Dingwall would probably beat you to it anyway. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so we, we were moving, and one of the places we looked at, well, the wife looked at she just came out of this house, was in Stewarton and I said, no, and she said, why not? And I said, because Stephen Naismith comes from there. it tells you how staunch
1: you are, mate. That is pretty damn staunch, isn't it? Um, right. you're the man who's putting the cunt back into country aren't you? Always have been I'm not stopping <laughs> um, out for anybody right. I've been playing that joke for so long I was, wait- I was waiting for somebody, anybody to move to the country <laughs> I've had that joke for
0: years well, um, Ding- Dingwall moves to the country well that's what he tells us anyway when he goes away for between 3 and 6 months every couple of years
1: he's oh, so he does- yeah he's going to visit his aunt in yeah, East or Coast.
0: working in England or on the rigs you know, and then he comes back a few yeah. months later Um, Surprisingly good at sewing mailbags Right, that's pretty much everything for section one this week Uh, A brief return to sport integrity this week A brief return We'll just get Scott to dip his toe To just kind of, you know, get back in the water, so to speak This week, but we'll have a a full one next week The reason I want you to save this is A, we're slightly running out of time this week Because you were late And B, because it's international week And next week we'll have very little to talk about and I don't yes. want to rely on the Rangers game to have stuff to talk about because, it, you know, it could be you know three minutes, you know what we're like. So, um, just give us a couple of your finest for this week's Sporting Integrity Award.
1: OK. Um, first of all, we'll start with a wee trip to Romania. I know you've missed it. And the wonderful Eon Nikiliu Chairman of Astra. I okay? like
0: the fact that we've been talking about Aon Nicolau, the chairman of Astra, for a good three years now, right? Yeah. You still can't say his name confidently, can you?
1: No. No. Still, I'm not a Romanian, mate. What can I say? No, but you, you were. They should be speaking British, mate. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> speak, um, speak good Britland. Because you should, you know, mate. You speak once you go to ferry; it's all the same. So he's actually like 17th coach. In the last four seasons, due to shameful weaknesses. Okay. <laughs> last year, of course, he sacked Daniela Sela for shaking like a little chicken, as we said. <laughs> but my favourite, of course, and I don't know if this actual quote didn't come out at the time, but I'm sure we mentioned it. In 2013, he dismissed Marine Barbu after less than a week. But Marine, and I'm hoping this was a deadpan acknowledgement of the situation, said to journalists at the time, have to confess that was a disappointing two days. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Two days. Come on. How bad could he be? They didn't even play a match. Apparently they didn't play a competitive fixture in that time. He, That's awesome. He maybe just got there, looked up and trained and went, no. I, well exactly. Talking of which, on that theme, same as Stuart McCall had to shake things up. So I'm looking at that kind of thing. Couple examples, that was one, another one. In Ghana, BA United. Sacked the coach. From a BA United. BA United uh, yes I pity the fool that loses to them exactly they ain't going to know playing you
0: fool apart from Yeah. Um, hold on see before we move on, I actually just wanted a wee minute to I mean that joke was Did you said BA right United BA yeah. and then just yeah. off the cuff I didn't know you were going to say that what yeah. I did right was yeah. what I did was I, I heard you say BA United and I instantly thought BA United and I went back to BA baracus who's a popular character in the 1980s television show A played yeah. by Mr T and his catchphrase was I pity the fool
1: exactly and see for all the youngsters listening I mean what a great comment that I mean he's threw that in there I, do you know that's the thing there are
0: jokes in this show there is quality it's just yeah. they're going to have to work a wee bit harder
1: yeah I mean the jokes are there but there's only two or three per, per season yeah and they've just got to try and find them, you know it's you know you can't expect us to do all the work no exactly they've got to try and halfway but precisely um, so BA Barakas United yep. sacked the coach Mohammed Gargo after one game okay now he came in and this is Brown And a Stuart McCall style to save the season David okay yes and in his press conference he said he was quite impressed the players were nowhere near as bad as has been made out they were only so bad because they were betting on themselves to lose <laughs> Okay, As, this was not common knowledge. No, I went <laughs> down like a lead balloon. Okay, he was then removed, and, and the chairman saying utterly detestable comments. We're not keeping the light of that. So there you go. He came and said, "Was it really utterly blessed. detestable that he said it, or utterly detestable that they did it?" I think
0: that he said it. Right, because it's, um, it's one of those ones where you're kind of going, "Is it so much the are, are you killing the thing or the symptom?"
1: Well, exactly. I think that uh, I just can't believe it, though, that he came out to boost up, to big up the players by saying they're not really shit. They're only betting on themselves to lose illegally. Um, maybe not the best way to keep your job, Mohammed Gargo. No, and in that case, a plan certainly didn't come together. And, hey, and finally, very quickly, Boca Juniors fans taking the rage out inappropriately. And we know about that, David, okay, recently. <laughs> We've taken certain
0: things out inappropriately, but I don't know if Rage was one of them. <laughs> well, yes, that's, yeah. our private parts.
1: The police, were, the police were fine. You know, it was all smoothed over. And, uh, you know, how long are you on the register for anyway? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. You know, Dingwall, the, oh. Dingwall doesn't
0: consider it a summer unless he's, he's having to check into the local police stations. Precisely. I mean,
1: uh, you know, it's he slips into a pair of chaps, doesn't he? Hey, see, this hey. is this has been great. I have read all the classics this week. This has been great. We should make a list of our favourite jokes spanning the years and drop a couple in per, per episode. <laughs> we you, I mean, Scott? Scott? We do yeah. every one of our favourite jokes in every episode. Well, that's yeah. That's the yeah. reassuring consistency that people uh, like in the pod. I was holding open the promise of we'd other jokes. No, we don't. We never we'll have, go. and by God, we're not starting now. That's true. Bo- Boca. Boca Juniors fans decided to intimidate their opponents before their Copa Libertadores game, okay, by stoning the Palestrina coach, okay? Hold on, with stones? Yes. Not with with Mary Joanna. Right, okay. They stoned the the Palestrina team bus and smashed all the windows, and guess what, though? It was their own team's bus. Oh, Christ. Maybe they were stoned. Well, maybe it was in purpose thinking, maybe it was in purpose. Um, and you know, one report, I love this, one report called the incident an act of reprehensible confusion. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. I've never, I didn't know confusion could be reprehensible. No, I'll, it's one of my new favourite phrases <laughs> and it also probably sums up a lot of Mark's private life. <laughs> also sums up their back four. <laughs> yes. For, for last spells a season. Um, yeah. Acts of reprehensible confusion. and uh, I'll leave you there and I have many more for next week I'm going to basically empty my sack on you next week David excellent Uh, a blizzard I'm going to blizzard you next week
0: I think then that I'm going to have to give it to Ian Nicolau because uh, I like him and uh, it'll complete a set for him so congratulations you're the winner of this week's sporting integrity award Awards. Yeah, that's pretty much all we've got time for this week. You would have done our ten minutes, but Scott was late.
1: Well, was I really?
0: Well, yeah, you were. Well, yeah, I was. Yeah, you were. Yeah, um, it's okay. I don't mind. It's a listener's short changing, and and that's once they recover from the disappointment that it's you and not Telfer So I mean, well, I was going to say
1: probably half
0: an hour is probably stretching. It, actually, yeah, exactly. They're probably uh, you 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 sit there and think about what you did, but. Uh, in the interim, it's just to, to remind everyone, we'll be back next week. Um, International Week pods, Joy. They're always, hey. they're always fun to do. And uh, yeah. you can catch up with all the, the latest from us uh, on our social media presence. See what I'm doing there, Scott? This is brand yeah. management, apparently. Um, you can talk to us on Twitter, which is ibroxrocks, uh, at ibroxrocks on Twitter. You can also talk to Scott, uh, at Harthand. A nice simple yes. one uh, You can chat to him Although uh, one bloke was complaining that you blocked him And he said that he sent you a message Wishing you all the best
1: No I didn't reply to his message
0: I knew you'd done that I actually said to the guy you've You'll have accidentally, have accidentally blocked him I've got no idea how these things work I, I know, it nice I, I know that. This is why we don't let you do anything Because you've managed to break This this, lovely, this guy sends you a lovely nice message Saying oh, all the best at a tough time And you block him
1: Well Okay, apologies to the man who I blocked, and it probably was me. I'm <laughs> you I was, it was £30 software. Somebody <laughs> hacked me. I left
0: it in the back of a taxi. Somebody hacked it. Um, you can also get in touch with us on our Facebook page, Heart Hand, on Facebook. And you can email us at ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk. All that it means for me to do is to thank our executive producers in London, Mr Mike Lee, Miss Paul Myers, our second engineers, Mr Stephen Arnoldi and Mr Charlie Ashworth. And of course, the returning prodigal son, Mr Scott Vandenacker. Do you know something, folks? It is good to be back just not like Gary glitter styly never my name is david Hedger. i'm your host and i'll talk to you again this time next week cheers bye
1: this is a playback media production get all the associated links for this podcast at ibroxrocks.com